0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the First of Moose podcast presented by U92, the Moose student radio station of West Virginia University. I'm your host as always, Patrick McCabe, along with my co-host, Manny Marziega. 13 weeks into this NFL season, it's been a blur so far. There's been a lot of fantastic games. We've had some fantastic games this weekend. There's a lot of storylines going on. We'll get into all of that. that Excuse me, but Again, we're getting closer and closer to finals week here at Western University as well. Everything's starting to get a bit hectic as well. Let's get into NFL because who, lo- who doesn't love talking about the NFL? Let's go back to last Thursday, Bill's Patriots game. It was probably one of the better Thursday night football games we've had this season, uh, and certainly in recent memory. Just, again, two teams that you know are going to be competing. Bill certainly are going to be making the playoffs, but the Patriots are right on that bubble of, Making the playoffs, potentially missing out—you know—that's the kind of that's the kind of, th- that's the kind of uh, game that you like to see on a Thursday night, uh, instead of you know Texans Bengals or Texans Colts, uh, one of those combinations. Mandy, for you in this game, what did you take away from the Bills? You know, they went twenty-four to ten, pretty convincing win, I guess. But what do you what did you take away from that performance uh, going into you know the last couple weeks of the NFL season?
1: Um yeah they still look good. Uh I know they had their rough patch with a few games that they lost and some games where Josh Allen had not a lot of turnovers in certain games but he had a uh, costly ones for sure in the in a game against I think the Jets um and and a couple different ones as well that they might have been able to get through but a couple of them they lost but now uh he did have some turnovers but uh, they did have a, uh, the more talented team obviously at the end of the day to get through the Patriots uh, because the Patriots, I don't think really gave them much um, to challenge them. Really. There wasn't a lot of like uh, downfield plays, exciting plays from the Patriots for them to uh, really be threatened by them. And again, that obviously has to do with the talent that each roster has not much of it on the Patriots receiving end of it. But um, yeah, it was a game that the bills were expected to win. At least I did. And with the other results playing out the rest of the week, uh, they now sit at the top of the AFC and in their division as well, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, you're I mean you're completely right. The Bills nine and three right now, uh Patriots six and six uh in the AFC East. I'm not exactly sure if the stand if I have let me check the standings and see if anything's changed, but I don't think I think it might be different because the Jets did end up losing to the Vikings as well, uh twenty-seven to twenty-two check the standings here so yeah it is the bills on top in the afc east then the dolphins then the jets then the patriots so yeah it is going to be in it again the afc and the nfc east are probably the two most competitive divisions in all of football at the moment uh you know it's contra- maybe it's controversial maybe it's debatable but you know i mean all in all both divisions all four teams are compete are still in it you know, there's not one team that's three and twelve or you know, three and thirteen, whatever. You know, all four teams are still competing for the playoffs, which is something we don't typically see uh this late in the NFL season. Let's get into Sunday's games. Manny dealers did end up pulling it out against the Falcons. What's your takeaway from that performance? There's a special day for Cam Hayward. Uh Casey not Casey Hayward. What was it? what's his brother's name? Connor. Connor Hayward. Um if you hadn't seen the video, um, Cam or excuse me, Cam, um, Cam O'Connor's dad uh, played for the fight for the Falcons um, when they were younger. Died and is buried in Atlanta. Uh, they made a point to visit his grave before the game uh, on Sunday, and then they ended up winning it. Uh, Connor getting I think what was it the game winning touchdown or did he get one of the touchdowns in that game?
1: Yeah, one of them.
0: I'm pretty sure it was.
1: Our only one, if I'm not mistaken. It should have been, am, yeah.
0: It yeah, is, yep. Only touchdown, yeah.
1: It was the only so, touchdown, yeah, that we
0: scored. The rest were Field goals, so, obviously. What happened to what what happened to Chris Boswell? Is he out? Uh he is, he is on IR. I think he's coming
1: out. off of it this week, hopefully.
0: Hey Matt, right then, dude, too, too, too bad. Terrible. Did you see the video that I sent you of Harris, uh, bouncing that kid's the guys. Oh yeah, away. of course. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> it was amazing. I I was watching it on TikTok. I was like, "There's no way he just dribbled the man's head <laughs> off of the ground." Uh, what I'm referencing is a running play by Najee Harris, Steelers running back, where he full on shoved a guy into the ground and dribbled him and his helmet off the ground. Uh, if you're wondering, that's not that's not human. Uh, for anyone that's understanding that right. Um, great win for the Steelers. Again, you move to five and seven. Still going to be – it's going to be an uphill for them. If you have any chance of trying to make the playoffs, you'd have to win out. What do you take away from a game like this, though, um, You know, what may be a lost season where at this point, like we talked about, you're trying to fight for a top-ten pick?
1: Yeah, I think it was uh, – I think it's the first game, or I guess consecutive games where we stack the win – uh, we got back to back wins now on the road, both of them, and uh, I can tell by the look on your face, it's not the highest of marks to be reaching that at this point of the of the week or at the season.
0: I can't really say. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll get into my team in a couple minutes, but yeah, but um, yeah, that is uh, I didn't know that. I thought
1: it already had come, but uh, obviously not. And uh, it was a pretty decent win again. I think these last three or four weeks, I want to say. Um we've averaged, I think, above 120 rushing yards per game combined uh with everyone, um, which is a good sign, I guess, for us. And we were playing the Falcons, which have given up the most rushing yards over the last four weeks as well. So I expected it to be a heavy dose of the running game, which it was, and it was pretty solid from everyone. Najee Harris got the most the bulk of the of the carries, finished with 86. Benny still had 24 and Kenny Pickett as well had a few, 14 on seven attempts. um. So it was pretty decent from the running attack because up till our these last two seasons, I should say, the running attack's been virtually not there for us. And it seems like we're kind of getting it going a little bit. Uh, Kenny had a good game through through the air. He had almost 200, 200 yards, a touchdown. And again, it was a game I expected us to win. I kind of anticipated us to win it a bit uh, more convincingly. But um a few missed chances again in the red zone that the Steelers still struggling with and would obviously want to fix that going forward. But um happy they got the win against the Falcons team that uh had some few impressive wins, but now are starting to kind of like tail off a bit. They were kind of in the race for their division, which has probably been arguably one of the worst, if not the worst, this year. Um, the NFC South with the Bucks now leading it. But they were in there for a bit, but now they're kind of starting to tail off and. Uh, there are some rumblings about Marcus Mariota being the guy. Should they try out Desmond Ritter possibly, or uh, because they have a pretty decent team. Cordell Patterson, I know Kyle Pitts went on the the IR, probably ending a season, but Drake London looks pretty decent. Uh, Zaccheaus is all right, but they don't have a terrible team. They have five wins up to this point, but I think Marcus Mariota is obviously not the long term answer, and he is kind of starting to fall back a little bit to reality now and not getting the results that they would have liked with their defense, again, also struggling.
0: So, again, it's, you know, you're you're going to have to win out if you're a Steeler If you're a Steelers to try and even have a glimpse of making the playoffs. At this point, let's get into a team that will be probably making the playoffs in the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know if you watched this game, Manny. This is just convinced. I mean, it was a convincing win. 35 to 10. Excuse me. It was an A.J. A.J. Brown beat down, getting three touchdowns. Uh, he really I mean, he had a fantastic day. Uh, you know, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked that they probably game plan to have A.J. Brown get the ball as much as possible for you. You know, it, it still looks like the, or the Titans are going to end up winning um, the AFC South for you. If I'm not, if I'm looking at it right, they are. They will probably win the AFC South because every other team is four and eight or one and ten. Uh, in in case of the Texans, for you taking away from this game, do, have you seen anything different from this Eagles squad from your perspective? Um, it, it just, I feel like every week it further solidifies um, my trust in the team, and you know, gets rid of that little bit of pessimism that you know maybe this does fall apart. Who knows.
1: Uh, I, the only thing that really changes is, uh, who, who seems to be getting like the bulk of the, of the workload that week, some weeks it'll or one week it'll be Devonte Smith. Others, it'll be AJ Brown, like we just saw. Um, I know Goddard's, uh, injured right now, but sometimes it's him getting a lot of it. And sometimes it's a running attack with Gainwell, Miles Sanders, and even Jalen Hurts as well, when, uh, he rushed just a few weeks ago f- for over a hundred something yards against the Packers. Hundred fifty, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, it just seems like every week it's somebody that could uh cause you damage for, for that defense. So that's really the only thing that changes. Other than that, it seems like offensively, it's a steady dose of trying to incorporate the run and getting the passing game um going, getting it going that way because you have three pretty pretty well receivers. Obviously, pretty well. I mean,ing from Quest Watkins down, obviously, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith are really good. Um, but getting all those guys involved is a great, great sign for you, and um, even Zach Pascoe as well. Um, but again, defensively, uh, pretty much the same. Uh, their front four or your front line keeps getting to the quarterback. Nothing's really changed. Um, barring any any injuries, nothing will change in my estimation because it just seems like you guys know what you want to do each game and know exactly how to do it. So, I, if if that continues, I don't see you guys. Maybe probably losing no games the rest of it, unless to the Cowboys. I don't know the schedule, but that's the only real team I really know that's pretty prominent right now. Um, And the only weakness I've seen from you guys is if you guys beat yourselves or cause yourselves a lot of penalties. Like we saw a little bit in this game. Um, That's when it kind of slows up for you guys. But once you get it going, it's hard f- uh, for any team really to stop you.
0: The amount of pre-snap penalties the Eagles had on Sunday was abysmal. I think it it almost, it, I think it was like eight or nine. It was bad. It was really bad. But you still ended up beating the Titans thirty-five to ten. So, you know, obviously Stoutland's going to have the Stoutland, the offensive line coach is going to have a field day with it. But you still win thirty-five to ten. Uh, you play the Giants this coming Sunday at one o'clock. Bears the following week at one o'clock. Cowboys on Christmas Eve, four twenty-five. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah, the Saints on New Year's Day at one o'clock. That'll be a game the Eagles are going to be are going to have to win. I mean, they're going to probably win, but you know, at the end, you also have the Saints' first-round pick, so you want that pick as high as possible. And then the end of it, you have the Giants uh, on January eighth. So there's not many, you know, other than maybe the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. You're right. This team could easily go 16 and one. There's a very 16 and one. Wait. 16 and one. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. 16. Yeah. Yeah. 16 and one. So there's a very good shot of that. Um, I feel like the one loss against the commanders really hit hard. And I think that was like, okay, that's all we need to get us back on track and not be complacent. Um, uh, cause I feel like they were kind of getting complacent. I think with that commander's loss, they kind of got back into the swing of things. Finally get into a couple other games as well. Vikings beat the jets 27, 22. Vikings are probably the second best team in the NFC. What do you think about that? Do you think they're, do you actually think they're for real or do you think they're kind of just posing and, you know, dealing with a terrible NFC North?
1: Oh, that's a good, that's a good question there at the end. Um, a little bit with the division because it's been so, so bad. I obviously people thought that the Packers would be a lot better than they are. Um, but I think by default, if the question, the question was, they are they the second best team? I think they are now because Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Um, it didn't look that bad to me when I saw it, but he ended up breaking his foot. So obviously that'll require surgery. And uh, it's they said he'll be out for the remainder of the year. And there's been some speculation about Baker Mayfield probably going there, but Brock Purdy, Seems all right.
0: Purdy, the Brock Purdy show. Oh my god! But um,
1: yeah, I think I think you just have to go with the Vikings now because of the injury to Jimmy G, and um, offensively, it doesn't seem like anybody up till now can stop Justin Jefferson. No one's really had too much success against him, other than probably the Eagles and the Cowboys. I guess obviously because they they beat him down a few weeks ago, but. Um, they're a pretty solid team, well-rounded. I just think that they lack a little bit of um, of a supporting cast around Jefferson. Feelings, I'm not saying feeling is bad, but I think he was better and now has kind of dropped off a little bit. And their defense, again, it's playing a little bit better than I thought they would. Patrick, Their secondary is with Patrick Peterson. But I think when, uh, when you face a high-powered offense like the Eagles or the Cowboys, I think... Yeah, um, most other teams can beat the Vikings in a shootout more something than not. But, um, yeah, for now, they're uh, they're up there in the NFC
0: uh, for sure. Going off of that NFC question, do you think it's a possibility all four teams from the NFC East make the playoffs? Uh, it's a possibility,
1: yeah. It, it can Is at the moment Absolutely. they
0: do? Yeah. Is that the moment they are? All four teams from the NFC East will be making the playoffs.
1: I think it's definitely a good possibility that it can happen, but I my prediction will be that the Giants will end up falling out, falling out of that uh of that race because they're seven and four now. The Seahawks also, or they're seven and five. The commanders are seven and five. Those teams just tied, the commanders and giants. Now the commanders will go on a bye and then they'll play again, this time in Washington. And I just think the I just think the Giants are kind of falling off. The wheels are kind of falling off a bit now for the Giants. Uh I feel like a lot of people thought they would beat the Commanders, but the Commanders have been riding a good wave thus far ever since beating you guys. They've been uh they've been looking really good. And now after they tie, they play you guys this week, then the Commanders, then the Vikings, and then the Colts, and then the Eagles again. That's a rough schedule for the Giants, and I don't see the Seahawks. I mean, I don't know the Seahawks' schedule right off the top of my head, but I don't see the Seahawks dropping as many games as I anticipate the Giants dropping. So I think they'll fall out, and I think the Seahawks are uh, – um, maybe even the Lions, maybe they could sneak in there possibly. Um, But, yeah, I, I foresee the Giants falling out of it and being the only team not to make it from that division.
0: An interesting choice. I think I think you are right though. They've lost. They haven't won in their last three games, losing two and tied their last game, like you talked about against uh, the Commanders in OT. A couple other games as well. The Ravens beat the Broncos ten to nine. I don't think there's anything to talk about really. There. It's just a, just the just uh, Lamar
1: Jackson injury. Really, that's it. Wait, what? You didn't?
0: I didn't You say, didn't know you got no, injured. I, no, I did not see this at all. And I checked Twitter I think, pretty often. So this much has slipped through. What happened? I
1: think it was in the second quarter, maybe even the first quarter, where um he kind of got sacked. He did get sacked from behind and he kind of fell hard on his knee. It didn't look like too bad, but he did he didn't finish the game. Tyler Huntley did. That's probably that's why it was so close. Uh, uh I thought the Broncos were gonna win, but Lamar didn't finish it. Tyler Huntley did. They won on like a last-second QE sneak to Hunley. I think they won by one. And um, John Harbaugh said that he's week-to-week, week and he's less likely to play this week against the Steelers. Um, but, yeah, it didn't look too bad, but he didn't finish it. I don't know how bad it is or what the official diagnosis of it was.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I did not know that. Browns beat the Texans 27-14. to I mean, you if you know anything about the NFL, you know the storyline, of course. We don't have to get too much into that. 49ers beat the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel does not get the win that he wanted going back against this 49ers, he coached four for the pre- previous couple of seasons, uh, Seahawks beat the Rams, so I'm sure Zach's happy about that, Bengals beat the Chiefs, that's a big game, that's a big, big win for the Bengals going into, again, what's going to be a very hotly contested AFC, it's going to be like this for the next four or five years. I mean, there's so many good teams. The Bills, uh, the Chiefs, the Bengals, they're all really gelling at the right time. Uh, and it's going to be a fun AFC playoffs. Raiders beat the Chargers 27-20. Both of those teams are not going to be making the playoffs, so it's not that interesting. Big one of the night, though. Big one of the weekend, excuse me. Cowboys-Colts 54-19 to in favor of the cowboys what do you take away from a win like that for the Cowboys? Do you think it's more so that the Colts are just a laughing stock now that they've hired Jeff Saturday? Or do you think this col this Cowboys team is for real? I
1: I mean, I, I think they're for real for sure. Uh it's just it's so weird to me that with the Cowboys sometimes it's just sometimes it's their defense that doesn't show up, sometimes it's their offense that doesn't show up. It it was close, like you said in that third quarter it was 20 to 19 I think in the third quarter and then and then they just scored I think 33 on Hansard in the in the fourth quarter maybe they might have got something like that but um no way yeah go ahead uh say, say what you are were showing me I couldn't see it because of the
0: glare and I'll continue after JT Daniels entering transfer portal it's a shocker that's oh.
1: that's never Waiting for for the Mountaineer Nation, listening into our podcast right now. Wow, that,
0: that, oh wow, okay, that's um, what? Hold on, all right, continue, continue <laughs> talking. I'll I'm gonna check Twitter and check my sources because this is not good at all. But um, yeah, no, the
1: Cowboys they're a bit inconsistent at times, but. Again, when they're clicking, they they have performances like this. We saw it against the Vikings. They beat them 40-3. to Um, They went toe-to-toe with the Packers in Lambeau. That's probably one that they want back. But it was a pretty good showing nonetheless. And I'm pretty sure everybody saw it on Twitter last night or any social media that you saw. OBJ was at the Dallas Mavericks game with Michael Parsons, Trayvon Diggs. So just another weapon that they could add to that that offense. And if I'm giving a prediction, I'm – thinking obj's probably going there and if he goes there i would love to see that if he went there it'll just be a more exciting game for what i think everybody foresees being the final showdown in the in the playoffs with the eagles and the cowboys anticipating to meet once again in the playoffs at least i am and if they have the cowboys have obj it'll just be it'll just be an amazing game to watch uh between the eagles and cowboys but That hasn't happened yet, but for now, the Cowboys are looking like one of the top two teams in the NFC. I know I just said the Vikings, but um, the Cowboys are definitely close to changing my mind on that one for sure.
0: It is official, folks. JT Daniels will be entering the transfer portal, and I hate myself. Why do we choose this school? Of all schools, we could have chosen any place. But we choose the school we run everybody out of town oh that's a whole other that's a whole other you know what that's a whole other podcast that we can get into the that's one for the sports is, page that's for sports the page the tomorrow w-, the w hour I'm sure Ben and Tanner are gonna have a field day with that you gotta be kidding me God. <laughs> oh we'll talk about it and we'll talk about it in scatter days class today that'll be a that'll be a fun oh, yeah. one to talk about oh boy. And then last night, Saints, Buccaneers, Buccaneers beat the Saints 16 or 17 16. I turned it off within five minutes. I mean, it was just boring. There's no, yeah. it, the, the NFC, story. the NFC South is terrible. Literally, any team could win it. I think the Bucs are leading right now at six and six. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But by like two games, I think everybody else might be five and eight or worse.
0: You are, yeah. By, wait, two games?
1: I think it's two games. It might be,
0: it might be because the Falcons are five and eight, and then uh yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, two games. So, it's great here in West Virginia. It's cloudy. It's rainy. Uh, we just lost our star quarterback, who we paid a lot of money to get here, and and nil money, and nil money. <laughs> um, definitely not real money. Uh, let's get into this upcoming week, Thursday night football. Why do they choose the worst games possible for Thursday night football? It's Raiders, Rams. The five. Well, I think it's Raiders. it's the worst now because the Rams are
1: absolutely destroyed health-wise, and the Raiders are not what anybody thought they would be.
0: Stafford, I saw something this morning about Stafford. Obviously, obviously the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. It was the dynasty team. Uh they're saying Stafford might retire. Because the Rams are gar- are going to have a top five pick at this rate.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt. Well, I guess the the Lions will. Um, they don't even I have don't that know. pick. I don't even. I know think. The...
0: I true. think the
1: Lions have that pick. I'm pretty sure. Two picks. Hold on. I'm pretty sure. If I'm not wrong, I'm pretty sure the Lions still have their first round pick this year, um, which would mean they'd have two inside the top seven. I think.
0: Which would like be. That which means they could possibly trade up to get a Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, which would be absurd, of course. Uh, let's get into – I'm not even going to get into that Razors' Rams. That's, no, I'm not going to watch it. I know you're not going to watch it. There's probably a lot better things to do, like cry about J.D. Daniels leaving. Jets bills on Sunday. That's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm going to go with Johnny Ice Cream. I'm going to take the Jets in this one. I want to see Johnny get some ice cream. The kid deserves it. Had a tough week against the Vikings. I'm going to take the Jets against the Bills, even though I know the Bills are still going to win. I just like seeing Johnny get ice cream on TikTok. We talked about this last week. There's a kid named Johnny at the beginning of the season in training camp. was friends with Sauce Gardner. He's a rookie cornerback from Cincinnati. Uh, And Sauce promised him, or excuse me, Johnny said that his dad would take him out to get ice cream every time that the Jets won. Sauce Gardner promised he'd be getting him a lot of ice cream. Evidently, he's gotten a lot of ice cream. He's, these Jets have won seven times this season, uh, looking for their eighth win of the season on Sunday, which will be at the Bills. Okay, never mind. It's going to be a Bills win. Never mind. I love, I want to see Johnny win, but the Bills will be moving to 10-3 on Sunday. Eagles-Giants. Do you think there's anything there? Do you think the Eagles lose here? I don't – the Eagles are favored by seven here. I don't see it. I can't see them winning.
1: The Giants, again, I already talked about it. They're kind of starting to, uh, to fall off a bit. Um, offensively, I don't think they they can compete with you guys. They can't hold, hold it up. Unless their defense and you guys have a few turnovers and their defense is playing out of their minds, their offense cannot – um, go point for point with you guys. If you guys just keep going touchdown over touchdown, and they're just kicking field goals or going three and out, it could be um a pretty comfortable margin at halftime. I'm presuming if it all goes the way I think it will. But yeah, I think the Eagles have this one in the bag, which would just make the next game for the Giants even more important against the uh, the Commanders again in Washington. But
0: yeah, you guys, you guys should win this one. I'd be shocked if they don't either. See if there's any good ones. Browns, Bengals, Bengals, right? Are we going with the Bengals in this one?
1: Yeah, they're they're extremely hot right now. They're uh they're eight and four. They're tied with the Ravens for the division lead, and the Ravens obviously most likely playing us this week without Lamar Jackson, so they we could do a win from them there, and then the Bengals could be the lead leaders in the in the division and swap. Uh, positions in the overall AFC playoffs, so, so that's a pretty big game. They'll definitely be score watching, but anything can happen the rest of the week, so we don't really know. But the Bengals could be could be heading for first in the division after this week.
0: There's like a good possibility of it for sure. Cowboys versus Texans, that the Cowboys win. Vikings versus the Lions. Detroit's favored by two and a half. Yeah,
1: I was just about to say that.
0: Interesting. It's at Detroit. I'm gonna take the Vikings plus two and a half here. That's a gimme pick right there. Um, interesting. I'm very shocked about that. Ravens versus Steelers. Like you talked about, Lamar Jackson will be out for this game. Confirmed. Most that likely. Confirmed? That's Most what John likely, Harwell okay.
1: said. He said he he's less likely to play this week um, going forward. But we never. I. You never know. He might end up being out there at, at like fifty percent, sixty percent, but. Uh, I don't presume he'll play. I
0: presume they'll want
1: to want to keep him healthy.
0: It'll be interesting for sure. I'm going to take the Steelers in that one. Like you talked about, I think they're on a bit of a good streak right here and going up against the Ravens. Who knows what can happen? Uh, that'll be. I think that's is that at the Steelers? Yeah, it's at the Steelers. Yeah, that'll so be an interesting one as well. Chiefs versus the Broncos. That's the Chiefs win. Buccaneers versus the 49ers is an interesting one. Uh, It's at the 49ers, Buccaneers 6-6, six six, 49ers 8-4, both division leaders at the moment at 425. It'll be interesting without Jimmy G, though. Brock Purdy taking over as a starting quarterback for the 49ers. You know, I don't like hearing Brock Purdy's name. He already terrorized West Virginia for the last four or five years. Do you think he terrorizes the Bucs a little bit on Sunday?
1: I think, yeah, I think so. I don't think... All right, maybe maybe some people say it was a fluke that he just came in and started um dicing the the Dolphins defense up a bit. But I think they just have a good system around them where it simplifies it for him a lot. And the Bucks are not the best team. They had three points for a majority of the game last night. Probably like 50 minutes of the of the 60 last night, they had three points. And the the Niners just have a bunch of weapons they could hurt you with, and their defense is a lot better than the than the Saints defense, and they won't allow Tom Brady to uh to have a comeback attempt like he did last night. They're they are just get after him a lot more and their secondary is a lot better. I presume the 49ers will win this one. Um, I'm gonna say by 10 um at home against the Buccaneers and move them up to nine and
0: four on that. That's fair. That's fair. I'll probably take I'm gonna take I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I think Brock Purdy looked really sharp against uh or excuse me he looked really sharp last week uh when they played the dolphins in substitution of uh Jimmy G it'll be interesting though how the 49ers kind of react to that without Jimmy G again you're down you already went down your starting quarterback then you go down your backup quarterback now you're down to your third string who is Mr. irrelevant who really knows what could happen it'll be interesting though with Brock Purdy as always Seahawks versus the Panthers 7-5 and five. Seahawks, I'm going to have to go with the Seahawks in this one. They're at home, favored by three and a half. Give me another rocking crowd, even though they're seven and five. They're still a really good team and a really good fan base. I'm going to take the Seahawks on that one. Sunday night football, Dolphins, Chargers. For you, Miami's favored by three and a half. They're away at the Chargers. For you, what do you take away from a game like this? Um, where both of these teams are not division leaders. But they're still very much in the fight to get into the playoffs um, as one of the wild card seeds.
1: Yeah, this is this is huge for for both teams, really, because the Chargers coming off a pretty ugly loss to the to the Raiders and the Dolphins again. Offense got completely shut down by that Niners defense. I was surprised that how, uh, how bad they kind of got at um, work in that one, but. Um yeah it's a huge game because of obviously the division implications for the Dolphins if the Bills win or if the Jets win it gets a lot closer um that division will be huge and the the playoff seedings as well I've same for same thing for the Chargers cuz I don't think they're officially in I think they're on the bubble but um I think uh they definitely would need this win it would be a statement win for the Chargers too cuz they've been up and down um the whole season and the Dolphins have been presumed as this high-powered offensive team with a pretty solid defense. If they were to beat them at home, um, this would be a good uh confidence booster for the Chargers. But uh I think the Dolphins just come back, rebound after last weekend, and beat them here uh, on the road. I'll take the Dolphins in this one.
0: I'm going to take the Dolphins as well in this one. I think the Chargers, I, I don't understand what the deal is with that team. They have so much talent. On offense and defense, and they just cannot seem to put it together. Maybe it's Brandon Staley. It is very much Brandon Staley, and he needs to be fired, in my opinion. Monday Night Football, what a fantastic game. Patriots, Cardinals, at the Cardinals. Why are they doing – why does the NFL pick the pot, the worst possible schedules? They have to see in the future and understand these teams are terrible and they're going to make for terrible primetime games. For you – you know, in this game, what are you really looking for? What do you what's gonna make you want to keep that TV on and watch the whole game, even though we know we probably are not? Because we have finals next week, if uh if anybody's forgotten. <laughs> uh we have finals next week, which I just realized this morning and set me into a uh spiral of stress. Um
1: what am I looking for? Or what am I looking for what's to keep gonna, this game on?
0: Yeah. Pretty much.
1: I'm gonna say I want it to be high scoring, but it's harder to foresee that with the Patriots because you think they're just going to come in and run the heck out of the ball. But against the Vikings, it was like I think a thirty to something game for both teams. Uh Mac Jones was just throwing it all over the yard, um, but then last week he gets shut down. So I think he has the opportunity to do that against the Cardinals because they've been close to abysmal this season. Um, they're four and eight right now. I know Hopkins has been out for the majority of it, but it seems to. I don't know if you also see the clips. Like it seems like almost every week there's always bickering on that sideline, either with the coach or among teammates. It just doesn't seem like a very positive atmosphere for them. So I'm gonna take the Patriots and I think they'll this is their opportunity to put on a good show and put up a lot of points against this Cardinals team. Um that I think could be in for a bad game this week because Stevens is solid. Um I'm gonna take the Patriots in the in this one pretty convincingly.
0: I'm gonna take the Patriots in this one as well. I think the Cardinals are just the lost cause at this moment. Uh they've really, really struggled to get anything going, even with the, you know, decent amount of talent they have on that roster. So it'll be interesting to see what the Cardinals do after this season, whether or not they keep Cliff Kingsbury. I'd be very shocked if they do, uh, in my opinion. But I do think the Patriots will end up taking this one and be moving to seven and six and keeping a very competitive. AFC, keeping in AFC, you know, AFC East, still very, very competitive. But this has been First and Moose Week 13 Review, Week 14 Preview. We're getting down to the last couple weeks in the NFL season. You know, I want to make sure to stick around every single week to hear our takes on what's going on with the NFL. You've been listening to First and Moose on U92, the Moose, the student radio station of West Virginia University. We'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening and have a good rest of your day.